Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk and on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC for all the latest news, reviews, and interviews. drag monster has been crowned and well choices were made in those floor shows it's time to talk all things dragula 5 and here with me to talk all things horror filth and glamour is the bronx doll tsunami how are you hi i am great i am highly medicated i am ready to go i'm ready to talk about what we have to talk about i am so excited i honestly this is my favorite season of dragula so far Ooh, that is a hot take. Tell me more. I want to hear this before we dive into the finale. Genuinely think that this season gave me a mix of like season two, a little bit of like the polishness of when what was the season with um Landon? That was season three. See, it gave me like a mix of season three and season two with like the polishes, but also like Kind of like, it was like a very different cast. Like, it was a cast where it was like, it's anyone's bet for some. Fair, fair. Um, I feel like it's it was an interesting season because um, obviously we we talk about all the drag race in this podcast. Um, it, ha- it, it felt very drag race. I feel like there was a budget. Like, you could tell the Boulets had a budget this season. You could tell that there was production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, um, on like a side note, I think I fell in love with the Boulay brothers this season. Yeah. I think they were just so like in tune with everything. They were like not very like, they just were very like, you could tell they were having fun the whole time. Absolutely. Like, I feel like before it was very like, you know, we're at work. They were having a, it was like a good old health kitchen pageant. You know what? Like it it's was true. kikiing up and down. Like it was a kiki up and down. Well, we are here to talk about Dragula season five, but first I need to give the disclaimer. As always, this is an entertaining podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters that's presented to us. Reality production. We are shown the editing of the television show wants to see. We react was presented just as revealing. Go on to go on to the graph of the also the salt and discuss. We're just on the podcast for entertaining discuss reality in the show. Now that that's out of the way, friends, I have a lot of feelings, and you're going to hear my feelings. Ooh. But first. We're back at the haunted house with Boulez. Welcome us back for returning for the finale. And they will also call us out, or maybe just me, for cheering, crying, and throwing tantrums and complaining and threatening to stop uh, watching the show. I mean, maybe they are listening to the podcast. Well, if they are, I live, honey. Hey, listen, they, they, they did share the article that I wrote about the finale. So there's that. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> so who will live and who will die? Will they pour a bucket of blood on their head or will they just put a picture of them on the wall? Listen, they're aware of what the fans are saying. Well, they got to okay. be. I mean, listen, we, we all bitched about the, the, the portrait. Um, perhaps. I feel like they knew I, they fucked up. I love I don't know. I I I feel like I've been watching this since it was on YouTube, mm-hmm. and honestly, how far it's gone, like not for nothing. I will say that, unpopular opinion, it's been kind of better than Drag Race lately. Ooh, there's your opinion. Let, 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 all right, let's go through this and we'll see how that fares. We're gonna approach this episode in a very different way. Since they did play around with the editing and the format of how everything was presented, we're actually going to start and discuss the four features of the four finalists and then discuss, you know, like the normal parts of the episode. Right. Um, We will talk about if these influences, if these chats influenced the edit, did they have any bearing on what the ultimate outcome was? I don't know. Let's begin. First, we have our sit down with Throb. And by sit down, it's Throb being interviewed and directed by the Boulets without us seeing them. We know after last week, after the uh, reunion, and they said <laughs> that we directed, we we know you're doing this. We we know. 
Am I wrong? Can we put the shade noise? Yeah, really. Um, I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just being obvious at this point. I think that, I don't think that per se the boulets directed her but i kind of think they had a conversation was like girl you were looking like you were kind of you gotta like have like you have to act like you have some type of like happiness to you because mm-hmm. i feel like throb honestly she was my favorite the whole season i am i was low-key team throb i was team throb look the beginning of the season because i feel like she was in he was in full gear ready to work the outfits were purely fire the makeup as a makeup artist i went to school to do makeup like that monster makeup flawless absolutely flawless i will give that 100 percent. but i do feel like that baby was not having no good times i don't know if they didn't give her the medication she needed i don't know if they didn't give the the good bud i don't know what happened but baby was not interested well, he tells us that this has been a surreal journey as being on the show has been on their mind. They tell us that the drag king community has lifted them as their brother and supported them in what they do. We love to see it. And we learned that Throb has a wife. We really love to see that. Come on, love. Where's she been the whole season, though? Girl, you could have been used that. Know, Where right? you been? The way Throb, I married. Throb is there to prove that what they're capable of when challenged. And part of what makes them outgoing and friendly is due to a defense mechanism as he is scared of people in general. Same. So why do drag? Yeah. Throb is a play hard, work hard person who is focused on the work as there is a job to do. Do you think that Throb went too hard into focusing on the mission of winning and just didn't enjoy the journey of being there? Yes. But I like that. I like that that I just like that he was ready to work. I yeah. liked it. I like that drive. That drive was pure, but I felt like the drive became became her became his personality. It became yeah. like, oh like we don't even pay attention. It makes them not look at him the same because it's like, well, there's no character. Where's the like where's the personality? It's just sure. full outfits and stunning outfits at best. Throb has gone through mental health struggles. He said he couldn't leave his house as he was too scared people were looking at him or hurting him. They say they are a very calm person and can't stop smiling as he can see the crown and the title and all he has to do is take it. Now, for me, I think this was a very nice chat, but it didn't really dive into the new elements, just cemented the points of Throb that we already knew. So, yeah, we learned that Throb has a wife and that was it. Moving on. I I just, I, I feel like... I had more hope watching it the first time. Now watching it the second time and doing my notes, it's like, oh, this was not Throb's night. They were not giving it to Throb, no matter what. Honestly, after that, after that, I was like, damn. Next up. Yeah. Blackberry. She tells us that this has been an amazing but rocky journey. She has pushed her artistry and has been out of the box and explored different sides she had. She claims she was working five times a week, working wherever there was a performance and mentions patios and grocery stores. Now, please tell me you've been to a grocery store drag show. Honestly, the most craziest drag thing I've ever performed at was a CBD cafe. Mm -hmm. And that CBD cafe was like in the middle of nowhere. It was it was literally like I was performing for like three people and most of them probably didn't even think I was a real person. Listen, I've been to Key Foods. The only thing I see at Key Foods is someone getting punched in the face, not um, a drag show. Right. Honestly, maybe that's that. Go ahead, Texas. Her inspiration is her mother and little brother. And we learned that Hurricane Harvey destroyed their house. She moved in with her mom, and during COVID, they were destroyed. I know that feeling. Things have been hard since COVID. Still, still hard. Still going hard. Hard. Yeah, honestly... Yeah. Honestly, I like that part of mm-hmm. her because it gave, like a sort of like love that you already had for her. Like, oh, now that's really auntie. Like, cause that's what she gives me auntie vibe. Yeah. Drag pay the bills. She got a commercial that became the beacon for her family and drag has saved her family's life. She reminds us that she is the first bearded queen and big girl to make it to the finale. Why do you think that was an important fact for her to tell us? Which part, the bearded or the big? Both. 
because it is, a, it is a big representation, you know, like bearded queens are not as respected as, you know, the fishier drag queens or, you know, big girls don't get the love or respect that they deserve as well because they're bigger girls, even though it doesn't make no difference. But I feel like having that, those two was like a real big separation from all, the rest of the girls, honestly. Yeah. Black Lawyer wants the crown as she has worked her ass off and showed all the creative sides she has. She's giving you funny, beauty, her version of scary. Is that enough? She did scary? Exactly. Her version of it, she says. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Blackberry has a really great story for like that other drag show, you know, the one that RuPaul hosts. This one was just not in reach for this program. Yeah, I feel like it was very like. Oh, so you are a beauty queen. Yeah. Like, that's what I got at the end. Like, oh, okay, beauty queen. Next up is Nia Hulu. We are told she was born in a very small town in northern China. She comes from a very traditional Chinese family where looking or behaving feminine as a boy is a big no no. And she always had a feeling that she was doing something wrong. But the Nia Hulu that they knew no longer exists. That is the spirit. That's the story here. She has changed physically and emotionally so much over the past three years that it hurts her that they can't celebrate her as she is right now. But her biggest dream is to show her parents her work and have them say they are proud of what she has become. She doesn't want to get her hopes up and get heartbroken again. Listen, we, we know that feeling of wanting acceptance from people and never being able to achieve it, yet you fight and strive so hard to get it. And I think that's Absolutely. a very accessible entry point for Nihilu. Absolutely, because it also gives, because not for nothing, Nilo Hulu, honestly, this this essence of art that she is, is so intense that to have that crack or to have that little fracture in her porcelain, like, artistry mm -hmm. gives us kind of like a melting feeling. And that's yeah. what I really appreciate. That's what I got out of it the most. That's what I really appreciated. She turned her feelings and emotions into work. She put all her shame, pain, and nightmares into her art and something hauntingly beautiful. If there is no darkness, she says, there is no light. And that's a winning quote. Put that on the t-shirt. It's on the merch as we speak. <laughs> I think this was a good pull on the audience, and it was very clear that the boules like her. Oh, it was clear. Girl, is the... <sighs> Is the camera foggy? Girl, as soon as as soon as her interview was over, I said she won. Yeah. Argotic. We learned that he was born in Colombia. The best day in his childhood was when his parents actually separated because this relationship with his father made him feel he was in danger. That went from zero to 60 quickly. I was like, oh my God, you're just an intense person. And it's like so intense to the point of like, okay, girl, calm down. Orc doesn't know if his dad knows what he does as they do not speak. He doesn't know if he needs a fatherly figure as he never had one around anyway. His mom was the closest person he had around during their teenage years, and she was homophobic at first as she was scared he was going to be put in difficult situations. No matter where you are in the globe, I feel like that's a very common thread of a story. Yeah, honestly. It was hard at first to come out and express his queerness, but says that you have a responsibility to teach your parents and show them your features and how the world works. Uh, probably the most profound thing Orc has said all season, and I kind of dig it. I don't know. I didn't expect her to last this long. I mean, neither did I, but here we are. The fact that she did, and it's like, okay, the story's cute with it. He will use his winnings to help his mom explore the world and can't wait to show his mom all the wild things the world has to offer. He knows he will win and is not dreaming too big. Winning will help him change the perspective people have on drag. Drag allowed him to be whatever he wanted and doesn't have to fit in one mold. He just has to let his imagination go fucking wild and be original. Okay. Sure, that's the rules of drag, apparently, according to Orgotic. In Colombia, child, I don't know about you. I think his sit down was the best of all four for me because I actually got insight on Orgotic, but I was not feeling like this was a winning interview. It's triumphant for a, 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 like an exit interview, but not for Orgotic. <laughs> as well. Yeah, 
we bring the jokes here and this and the seriousness if y'all want to laugh at that you're allowed to because i like being snarky oh good that was so good i feel like personally yes it was a good experience to have with her but i feel like personally like there's bigger fish to fry that's fair and i think that some of the other fishes could have fried on that ham our monsters are back after the extermination and the Last Supper. The lab is ready for them to work. Blackberry can't believe that they are at the finale of Dragula. Throb will admit that he underestimated Blackberry in the beginning. Okay, okay. Now, Ergotic has emotions, and now Throb will call him out that he might be the crybaby of the season. Meanwhile, JK is like, you can have that title. I don't want it. I'm good. Girl, honestly, I'm like, what is happening here? We're talking... At one point, I felt like, I feel like this season was, like, the conversations of nonsense. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, if I was in the, if I was with them, I'd probably be the one in the corner, like, okay, I'm done. Now, Throb is getting a lot of attention here, as they seem to be the best speaker of this quartet, because look at the four of them. Uh, Orgotic and Neo can barely hold a conversation. Blackberry says things that are just factually incorrect, and then Throb is like, okay, I guess I have to narrate the season now. And honestly, I lived where Fantasia was near awakening. Neo is emotional and blessed. She knew she would be in the final stage and be the best and is dying for some blood. There is the foreshadowing for our finale. But Throb will call out the quiet nature of Neo during the Last Supper. She says she was thrown off by Orc for saying she was most likely to stab him in the back. And Orc will retort by saying he didn't mean to make her feel bad and knows she won't stab him in the back. He thought it was funny as they have been always supporting and trusting each other. Now on a scale of rolling on the floor laughing to not even a chuckle, where do you rate Orgotic's joke? Girl, let me tell you something. If I was her... You couldn't even speak to me. You could mm -hmm. be on fire. I wouldn't even piss on you. Girl, you said, don't forget, everything you say, even if it is a joke, the way edits are, the way stuff happens is like this. That was the last supper. I was like, oh my God, what happened? Oh my God, what happened? So when getting to the finale and seeing that conversation, I was like, no, I'm not satisfied. And the fact that no I one agree. else is not satisfied, I because. Do you feel well, like that was at their their tension in the I don't know, Last Supper the, was like just to get people to talk about it? I don't know. I feel like maybe the Last Supper, they bumped coochies and, you know, braided each other's hair and got over it. But I don't know what happened between these two. But listen, me personally, you, I especially that they're dealing with each other. They were dealing with each other on an intimate level. You can even, you better, even if I look a mess, like some did. You better tell me I am the best thing in this world. Yeah. And it was just like, that was just poor. That whole thing was poor. I was like, wow. Do you think they're still doing like, it? Yes. Probably. Yes. They have a final showdown, and the best way to show their love and care for each other is to give 200% and have no regrets. Now, I have lots of regrets when I went 200%. Ask me about my birthday. I can't tell you about two hours of it, but you can ask me about it. Was it two hours at least worth it? Listen, I blacked out. I don't know what happened. Some some shit went down for two hours. It was bad. Child, he said, "I would like to. I would like to know further comments and concurrence." The alarm sounds, and time to find out of uh, the official final challenge for this finale. But not in the lab. No, no. The monsters are heading to the main stage. Bob and Jim, a.k.a. Big Boulet and Small Boulet, a.k.a. Drac and Swan, are actually live and in person to give the uglies their assignments. What did you think to see them live and in person uh, with the monsters out of drag for once? I think they're just so gorgeous. Yeah. I think their outfits are... I think they are the look. And I feel like seeing them live, I probably would be more nervous because it's like a screen is like, all right, I knew this yeah. was supposed to happen. In person, it's like, damn, they're probably watching. Every they're on set and they're in drag, so they're watching us. That's exactly what it was. They're on set and they're on drag. They're in drag. They're watching us. Their looks, I think, were like their version of walk-around looks. They were saving the good shit for later. Oh, yes, and they did. 
For the season five grand finale, they tell us next week they will be competing in a series of floor shows designed to show their drag to its fullest. Okay, wait, do they really have a week? Do you think they actually had a week or were they lying? Um, and if they did I have a week, think... do you think Lays just went on a vacation to a tropical island? In drag and came back. Um, no, I think that's, I, you know, they did their pre-orders. I, I mean, come on, we're not, we're not that stupid. We're not that dumb. I mean, we know how the, the show works. Some girls, you can tell, made their outfits. But the mm-hmm. other... It's like... The three tenants of Dragula are filth, horror, and glamour, and they will have to build and create three bold new costumes. There's the keyword, friends, and per, that personify their three tenants and then present them on the floor show. Do you, fa- do you feel like the fact that they highlighted the word costume over performance was key to the results of the night? Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, you pick your words very carefully, Boulez. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to stop. Don't, I think they think that their fans are dumb. No, we're actually very intellectual. So we notice everything that you're doing. That's why I have this podcast and people love it and hate it. And then they're like, wait, you think of things that I don't. It's like, it's because I have. I be thinking of everything. That's why I just stop. That's why I just stop at some point. <laughs> they will have to give a special presentation of a song during their glamour floor show. Obviously, it's a lip sync performance, but um, we'll talk about that later. After their floor shows, they will consider their performances over the course of the season and how they perform in said final floor shows before making their ultimate decision. When we go through the looks, we'll 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 discuss outcomes for each category. Um, but I'm just gonna say it right now. I think the winner was picked before this episode was even produced. Mm-hmm. The winner will receive a $100,000 grand prize, courtesy of them, and they can use it to launch their career and become the next drag super monster. Did you notice Did you notice that there was no discussion? I don't know. But did you notice that there was no discussion about the world tour? I don't know. Maybe because the last, I heard the last world tour was not. Not the tea? Not the tea. I mean, listen. if you're going to tell me this winner is going to be headlining your world tour, I'm not sure I want to go watch it. I do. All right. All right. You go buy a ticket. Because I love looks. And I feel like looks, child, them looks be eating. Now, will I go? Like, will I go while you performing, go get a drink and then two shots and then come back and then look at you again? Yes. That's fair. Now, they are told. They have a week to create their looks and they can use any and all resources available to them to create their floor show. What do you think any and all resources is actually code for? Girl, it beats me. Mm-hmm. What would you do for each floor show? Tell us the inspiration. I feel like for Phil, I would just be so... Like, do you remember Butch Pudding? Mm-hmm. I do that but like in a nurse version okay like just okay. be just be like just playing with like i don't know like enemas maybe do like something where it's like i don't know something crazy where it's like oh okay this is so i felt like this category was my most disappointed category so i'm so glad that they did it first because i love this category because that's when the girls can really do what their art is and that's i was fair. just not gooped and i was just not gagged and i didn't even keep how about horror? What would you do for horror? Oh, I would give you Dracula's Brides down. Dracula's mm-hmm. Brides, but on steroids. Like when I think I would do Dracula's Brides like the Van Helsing when they were like the gray, like bat creatures. Mm-hmm. I think that's just so horror and it just like reads horror so well. And for glamour, honestly, I'm gonna give y'all the Spanish Morticia that y'all always wanted. All right, there we go. The monsters bring their goodies in, and Throb is like, today's the day, and there's so much to do. I thought they had a week. Can someone consult the script? I'm just saying. Consistency, friends. It's all I care about. <sighs> this, is why, this is why World of Wonder and RuPaul give, like, five takes of things. That way they can edit the right version into the show that makes sense with the actual happenings absolutely well someone's getting fired after this review 
Orgata can't wait to perform and go wild. Um, not the words I would describe Orc as a performer, but go off. That's that's your prerogative. But let's chat with the monsters and learn a little bit about their looks. For Blackberry for Filth, her inspiration is coming from her Texas roots. She's going to be a nasty possum digging through the trash. Okay, um, we'll get to it, but I did not know that was actually what the creature you were going for. It could have fooled me. I'm sorry. But no. She will be using liquid latex on her head in a full fur suit. And Blackberry will have big old titties and a big old ass because nothing says possum like big old titties and ass. Honestly, she should have done that for glamour. Yeah. Well, Neo's filth will be using Chinese takeout leftovers. She'll be using raw meat and raw pig feet and ramen and fill it into a Chinese takeout box. Sounds filthy to me. The dress is going to be inspired by a traditional Chinese garment called Tipao. She has draped ramen around it to make it look dirty and grimy, all thanks to acrylic paint. We will talk about said dress in a little bit because um, I think I was missing the image of a dress. Or the ramen. She says living in America, being Asian and trans, she feels sexualized and fetishized and wants to use this challenge to turn something so ugly into something beautiful. Great. I love the concept. Can't wait to see the execution. See the execution. Now on to Throb, who will be a gunk shower monster. The headpiece is the biggest part of the costume, and this will be the most amount of skin they have shown this season as he is wearing a wet leather piece that has been distressed thanks to a cheese grater. His shoes are just latex and paint and dirt smeared on them. Oh, and his hair will be, his head will be covered with hair. And finally, Orc, let's see if we're buying what he's selling. He wants to be super fun and will be a fucking gross slug that he saw in a bathroom. It will be super weird and will not be relying on gags. Just a filthy creature. Do you think Orcs watched this show before or did Orc just that kind of artist that says, I do me? deal with it i don't think either mm -hmm. i think it's just like it's like that it's i don't know how to explain it but it just wasn't ugh, we'll get into it though we'll get into that well it is time to get filthy with our first floor show the boulets come out in these wild looks with these tendrils that are ripping out of their chest and showcasing their glowing hearts i mean slay mama <sighs> I don't know if there's a budget for script, but there sure is a budget for fashion, honey. Because the look. Uh, can I tell you when I saw it? I literally paused and went, this is the moment. Mm -hmm. This is the, this is Dragula. We will kick off our looks with filth in honor of the floor show. We are going to play Ill Gross or Squeaky Clean. That's the our version of Toot Boot for this one. Okay. Orgotic. The problem I have with this look is not the craftsmanship. It's an eight. It's the intent. How is this specific look filthier than anything presented in the previous weeks? I think the slug idea is interesting and his approach to what a slug is is unique to Orc, but I think we're stretching. Not as much as the other looks in this finale for Orc. And again, they can't move. This season was really about inconvenient tales. For me, this is nothing jaw-dropping or exciting that I haven't already seen from Orc. My, my thing is this. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You ever see somebody in a tail? No. We are not. We have two legs. You know yeah. how. I just feel like this look was just. I, I was, feel. Uh, let's just say I was very upset and I was very disappointed because I feel like he has the potential. What, I, what I'm realizing about Orc and a little bit about Neo is they don't care that this is a performance-based show. They know editorially they can make an image that is striking. But when you striking, have a show no. that is is based on performance and, and movement and delivery, it's just disheartening for me as an audience member to not be able to resonate with these artists because they have such disregard for what the challenge is supposed to be. Yeah, but that would make sense if they did that. I'm going to give this look a squeaky clean. I'm giving it a, it's so clean, fabulous. Audience, they were kind. 68% ill gross, 32% squeaky clean. 
Next up, BlackBerry. I will give BlackBerry credit for this look as it's simply repulsive and like nothing they have given us prior to this episode. The makeup is done well. The execution of the prosthetic is not. I mean, I can not only see the, see the seams, but the fucking thing didn't even stay on. Maybe I don't know my roadkill creatures that well, but I didn't get possum from this. I got rat. I raccoon. I, I think this look could have gone even further had BlackBerry been actual roadkill give us the guts of a decaying road and come to life Be yeah i wanted to see like car tracks i want to see car tracks exactly. across the pit. you have all this body use it i would put car tracks around the pit that way you could show the silhouette of your big giant boobs and then i would have had this look flat in the middle and then my butt looked cute there was just so much things that would have potentially be there so maybe they only did get a week it's good or for BlackBerry, she... not good enough for a finale. Um, I would say she could have did better. I'm going to give her a soft, ill gross. I'm going to give her a squeaky clean. Audience, 61% ill gross, 39% squeaky clean. Oops. I just feel like one thing, if you're not going to have a perfect look, make sure it stays together. As someone that does professional horror makeup, I know it's hard to keep it on sometimes, but you, girl, I've seen, listen, I've seen people use hair deodorant as primer. There's no excuses. You got to figure out what you got to do. Next up, Rob Zombie. I really love the concept and idea behind this. I think the headpiece is really well crafted. I mostly understood it to be a shower drain. This is a filthy, gross, nasty piece and much darker than Throb has presented previously. I just wanted it to be even filthier. Give me like a rainbow of hair color. Make it even gunkier. It's almost there. I think Throb could have invested in the concept a bit more. I honestly, she ate. Yeah. She ate. You can ate for the simple fact of when I saw that, all I kept thinking was when you pull... When I after I'm cleaning my wigs out from the shower and just pull that thing, ah, that is the biggest like cringiest thing to think about. And to see that as a person, I thought it was great. I thought that the body could have been a little more dirty. Um, if you're gonna show skin, use that skin. Like you have very like you have like pale skin, so the fact that you could really use like neon colors like as waste or as something could have been a. She kind of gave me goosebumps vibes. I will give it an ill gross. I'll give it an ill gross as well. Audience agrees. 63% ill gross, 37% squeaky clean. I honestly, Next up, yeah. Neo. I really love the idea of a filthy, the filthy days old Chinese food cart and come to life. What I don't love is the multiple narratives Neo is trying to do once again. Is it about icky food or is it about being objectified? Are you a pig person or a sex doll? Do you have a dick because it serves the look or is it just for shock value? But the biggest travesty were the heels. When she picked up that carton and walked and we saw those white stripper heels, it almost ruined the entire illusion. Honestly, Neo, you eat looks, but this was not my favorite. I don't know. I just feel like it was just so confusing. Yeah. Like, I wanted you to be dirty food. I wanted to see maggots crawling or, like, see you as sure. a maggot or something in, like, something in some sort of form where it's like, uh, I don't eat Chinese for a couple. I'll still give like, it an ill gross. It just could have gone been ill better. gross because it was. I'm gonna give it an ill gross because it was a good look. It wasn't a bad look. I just feel like the look could have had more defiance. Audience, ninety four percent ill gross, six percent squeaky clean. Now I need to know who won the category for you. Throb. Throb, I think personally won because I feel like I cringed. Like, I got a reaction. I, there was no reaction. I was like, okay, they're drag in that category. So I gave me something I never, I never would have expected that kind of monster coming out of there. I'm going to give but, it to Neo by just what? a hair, literally a hair. And that's why I don't think Throb fully did it. I think Neo did it slightly better. Um, but the, the two of them were definitely the best of the categories. Of the category. Yeah, absolutely. 
We are going to do things a bit differently here as we're going to head back to the lab and see the monsters transfer to look one to look two. Blackberry will tell us that she doesn't know if her nose falling off will affect her. Spoiler alert, it will. It did. Throb will tell us that we've all what we've all been thinking. They are worried for Orc as filth is all about mess and gags and fun and Orc only gagged. No puke. The gag didn't work. At least did you even know what was supposed to happen? I don't know. At least I know he can suck a dick good. That's what I know. Because I feel like that boy was that thing, that tail, the end of that tail was so deep inside of him and that one reaction. I would have been done. Yeah. Neil will say that filth is not about who makes a bigger mess as she was able to give a more elegant and elevated version of filth. Agreed. But when you've already presented filthy sex this season, is the shock value still there? I mean, is that? I don't know. It's time to get their horror looks on. Neo tells us that the character she designed is an alien demon from the year 3000 that got trapped in a mental hospital straitjacket. Those are a lot of words that none of them work together when we see the look. She tells us that all the Chinese characters on her jacket have different meanings, mostly negative things she was called growing up. They're mixed with beautiful things that made her who she is today. So we're really, really going for the subtext here. For Throb, horror can be both glamorous and filthy or sad and tragic or happy. Dark horror is about despair, so his character is this phantom of an enslaved princess. The character is covered in gold and her chains are gold. He is hoping his concept carries, but says, if you don't get it, it's okay too. And that was the moment I realized, oh fuck, Throb is not going to win. Honestly, yeah. I was like, what? And then, did you notice that, like, Throb was pregnant? Where did the baby come from? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to discuss. We're going to discuss. Now, Orgotic will be conveying the torture and exhaustion they are feeling. He is inspired by the movies The Martyrs and Tetsuo the Iron Man. So he is going to go with rough special effects that are not perfect, but they're grand and daring. Oh, boy. Blackberry is a fan of Cycle. Yeah, as a fan of movies too, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Hellraiser will be combined in one to bring Texas pageant drag. That's a lot of things to put into one big thing. She will be connected to a cage system and give them something they haven't seen before. She will be using leather, PVC pipes, and sequins. And instead of blood, she will be using rhinestones. Come on, drag queen. Tell me that you're not made for Dragula by saying you're not made for Dragula by saying you're using rhinestones. What a silly and self-destructive move for the horror category. Listen, child. Everyone's welcome, I guess. Let us go to the main stage where it's time for a house of horror. Let's talk it. In honor of the floor show, we are going to play To Kill or to be killed. Okay. Nia Hulu. I don't think this achieved what she wanted it to achieve. Aside that stunning makeup and prosthetic job on the face, it didn't really read as scary. Part of the problem was you could not feel or sense the torture in the performance because the face elements didn't show it. And sadly, Neo is just not that good on stage. And the words in the straitjacket looked very last minute and unpolished, something Neo was not known for. This could have been filth and it w- might have worked well for that category. I think it's a safe look with a piss poor performance. The heels once again got her good, and we're not even going to talk about that wig. Burn it. That's filthy. Let me tell you something about this wig. I know, listen, I work in Hell's Kitchen. I've seen a many of a ratted synthetic wig. From Queens or from the people walking into the bars? Both. <gasps> Name them. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> No, but like, what, what I was like, Neo, Neo, did you just was like, oh, I forgot to use this prosthetic for one challenge. Let me use it now. Like, that's what I get. Like, the horror is such a, like, I feel like horror and film is such a big, big thing that you could really put everything out there. Like, now thinking of it, I wouldn't even have it. Like, the way I would have made myself into the most scariest creature ever, I wouldn't be able to look at myself. That's what I want. Not to be able to look at my own self in the mirror. Yeah. 
for me, this just did not work to be killed. Girl, to be killed. Audience, 65% to kill, 35% to be killed. They 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 were kind here. Very. Blackberry. I think this was a brilliant concept and a truly terrifying visual, but there was something not connecting, mm. and I think it was because Blackberry didn't go full horror. By only bringing us halfway into the world of horror, it almost felt like Blackberry is just too scared to be a full-on drag monster. The way that the leather was being pulled like skin is gruesome and haunting image, but if we can't see the effects through the blood because it's a fabulous sequin, it's not working for this specific program. I wish the hands pushing the structure were attached in a more horrific way, like force the contraption to move because you're really tethered to it. I want full horror recreation of this look. Um, but once again, the heels. Mama, no! Honestly, it's the... I feel like it, girls forget. You get filmed from head to toe. Okay. Like, the fact that she could have made like this leather with teeth even on the heels make it look like you're wearing a person's face something i don't know i feel like this look was a good look i don't think it was a horrible look at all if you showed me this in person i would gag but am i gagging at horror no this is more for like a glamour look yeah there there, there was you're right and i think the thing is if it wasn't sequin and it was actually like blood or some other element oozing out of her right you need to see the pain or like maybe have a chainsaw with i don't know i feel like there was a lot of components that like had potential i feel like this was a outfit that like when she does it on titans for the remake of this outfit would be the outfit like oh my god girl you killed if she even got a budget for it because this one looks expensive she'll have a budget trust me i'm gonna give this a soft to kill um, I feel like for it being the category that it is, I'm going to have to do to be killed. Audience, 75% to kill, 25% to be killed. Orgotic, put this look next to letter, literally any of their other looks, and I would not be able to point out the horror look. If you told me these are recycled elements of previous looks, I would, in fact, believe you. I really had to give credit to Orc for their artistry but they're a one-hit wonder and the crutches why tell me why why are they there they're not even like destroyed or mangled i need better storytelling from orgotic i uh, i just feel like this look was so upsetting because i'm like i saw that i saw that i saw that i know what that outfit's from like everything i saw on this costume highlight costume was stuff that I saw in their previous looks. And it's like, I remember like, I remember for instance, Vander Von Du had did this thing where she had lifted a skirt and it was like pieces of her, you know, old stuff, like old from past challenges. That's cute. That's kind yeah. This, honey mama, we love that you have a green thumb, but just throw it away. To be killed for me. To be killed audience they're a little nicer 52 percent to kill 48 percent to be killed and throb zombie i will preface that i love throb zombie and their brilliant artistry sometimes brilliant artists have off nights this was one sadly the timing could not have come worse i have no problem that he went for female illusion more power to you if you can bounce back and still remind the kids you're a powerhouse drag king i just didn't feel the horror I didn't see the horror. Maybe it felt too derivative to like Princess Leia. It just felt like the concept was muddied. I think we've seen Throb do horror better this season, and I wish he went in a completely different direction. Don't be the damsel, be the slayer. Honey, why was she pregnant? I don't know. Why was he pregnant? He was pregnant. That was a pregnancy belly. Yeah. Like, did you die in your baby shower? Like, I mean, give I us, know. like, the Red Wedding if you're going to go horror. Like, I felt like if you wanted to do a female illusion and you wanted to talk about, like, the, the like the evilness of, like, what women go through, girl, be a banshee. Something, like, something that's, like, oh, my God. This was just something, like, okay. And then this black hair, 
Listen, I could deal with a lot, but a hard lace front on a finale of Dracula, if you don't put a, a frontal on that bitch, like, I was like, oh, no, no, no. I, and Throb was such my favorite. Mm -hmm. The fact that he was such my favorite and to have him just be there with this, I said, go back inside and do that shit over again. To be killed for me, this did not work. To be murdered. This was like, oh. The audience could not decide. 50% to kill, 50% 50% to be killed. Who won the category for you? Who was the best of this category? Even though for me, they were all terrible. Yeah, I don't even have a favorite, honestly. And I'm very disappointed because horror is such a big component. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that the rest of them are, but like, come on, horror. You grew up on horror movies. You grew up on like the uh, honestly you know what for me, the fact that i have to give blackberry the win in this category is just blasphemy i'm just gonna give you know what i'm gonna give i'm gonna give oryx crutches the <laughs> oryx all right we're back in the really lab held we are back in the lab and this time we will hear that neo stumbled in the turntable honestly we didn't see it because it's not what they wanted us to notice did you see her stumble or was it just the, the, the shoes i literally went you stumbled? Yeah. Also, I just think all bars need a turntable for drag artist entrances. Like, they're just so fun. Would you like to just enter under the turntable? Absolutely not. No? You the get to motion sickness? The way I would bust my back. I really have balance with flat feet. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Balance turning me? Girl, please. Throb is cautiously optimistic that things are going well, and so was I. I thought my dude had it. But he's worried about ergotic by saying that their looks are great, but it is more than what we've seen. Thank you. It, like, it's all the same. If the monsters are saying what I've been saying, I feel a little validated that it's all the same. No, it is. Blackberry will fully call out Orc for using the same legs as he did for something he used in the woods look. And Orc tells us that Blackberry does know what she's talking about. I mean, if we can't see the difference, then the art is not artisting. artisting. It's not. It's not arting. And Orc will say, if it is the same legs that he uses arms, it's only showing versatility. How do you respond to that comment? Listen, delusions in the thickness, and it doesn't have a prescription. No. They have one more floor show to share. Blackberry's love for classic horror movie is in her inspiration for glamour. She wants to give us full-on vintage woman, but in a Texas way. Now, I will save my full critiques for now, but when I saw the items in the lab sitting on her table, I was like, dear God, woman, did we run out of originality and creativity for the last fucking look of the season? Yeah. She claims Ooh. it's going to be a modern take on a classic design, and I call bullshit. Yeah, they went to the same um, person that made the other outfit. Mm-hmm. Throb is a glutton for punishment, but they are pulling off one last gag. We do not get a tease of what it is, but we are going to be left gagging. We'll, we'll get to it. Now, Glamour must have a different definition for Orc because, well, his inspiration is a prince that is battling with his royal duties. He says it will be difficult as he is portraying a character that looks opulent and pretty on the outside, but feels ugly on the inside. And yeah, that's an artist trying to sell ice to an Eskimo. Not buying it. Not girl, buying it. Girl, that you know what it gave when Kennedy was like, after a long night of hooking. Mm-hmm. Storytelling. Have you cut it? I'm like, girl. <laughs> and finally, Neo's inspiration is Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Now, on a second watch, again, we are stretching here. Not all sea creatures are the same. She will tell us that The Little Mermaid is a story close to her heart as The Little Mermaid had to silence her voice and had to transform her body just to fit in another world. She says it's a metaphor for transitioning and coming to America. Now, let's not give that metaphor to the Republicans because they are still not over a black Ariel, but I'm pretty sure that Ariel opted to give up her voice and not to fit in with the world, but actually to win the heart of a man. But semantics. Maybe I don't remember the story that well. Girl. Listen. I, 
we artists sometimes want to tell everybody about our art and tell our story through our art and, and, and make things work. But when you got to justify your art and it's not even resonating and close to what you're actually seeing, it's not working. Yeah, I would have hit you, honestly, with the look that she did present, I would have been like, I'm giving you Kraken Aromas, okay? I'm giving you the creature from the deep Pacific Sea. Girl, where did Little Mermaid, excuse me, where did Little Mermaid come from? Which you. Ursula? Ursula's, Ursula's cousin? From across the sea? Because that's what it gave. Well, here we are again, and this time it's all about the glamour. Oh, and we have a lip sync to watch in this performance as well. The song is Destroy Everything You Touch by Ladytron. Are you familiar with that track? I now am. Exactly. In honor of the floor show, we are going to play Glam Slam or Pretty Basic. Mm -hmm, Blackberry. I'm sorry, y'all. This is the fifth regular season of Dragula. Coming out as the fucking bride of Frankenstein is derivative and unoriginal, especially when this category could have been fucking anything. What Blackberry does present is a good Halloween gig look. It serves its purpose, but it's not elevated nearly enough. I do appreciate the execution of making a pageant drag, but this is not going to win you Dragula. But it'll win you the Halloween contest. Literally. That's what it gave me. It gave me Halloween contest. I'm the only drag queen in the 20 mile radius, and I'm each two bitches up. Honestly, this look to me was like, are you done with it? Honestly, first of all, why white? White is just not Dracula glam to me. It's never been. It's just never been. It's such a pure color. Where is the darkness? Where is the. St- this is where we want to see the rhinestones. Mm-hmm. Where's the white ones now, sweetie? You spent all that money on the red ones. Where are the white ones? Don't you worry. We will talk about rhinestones and someone missing some rhinestones in a bit. But right now, this look is pretty basic. Girl, pretty basic. Audience, seventy-four percent glam slam, twenty-six percent pretty basic. So they were kind. They were they they liked they were, this look. Those were her cousins. Yeah, Rob Zombie. This one is one of the most spectacular garments I've seen. It was so beautiful. I'm going to go out on a limb that it's probably way more stunning in person than on camera as black in the, this specific lighting doesn't do it justice. The way that headpiece was crafted and stone with the black and red rhinestones oh. was so immaculate. And yes, I gagged. The burlesque was on point, but the pedal reveal, I thought Dark Sasha Valor sealed up the show. Call me impressed. Call me a stand. Throb Zombie, you are it for me. Girl, this gave me... Throb- can I see you in the back, please, for a special surprise? Because that's what it gave me. It gave me, I'm going to pay this, I'm going to pay this burlesque dance an extra hundred for something special. Mm-hmm. It looked good. The makeup, the, the headpiece. Honestly, the headpiece literally stuck with me my whole shift at work. I, I thought it was perfection. So even, even like the chest piece as well, the reveal was so elegantly dropped on beat. For the girls that need to hear this, stop doing reveals offbeat because it gives the it gives nothing less than I hate an offbeat reveal. Perfectly on beat, it was just good. Like it was and tricks, friends, just add the tricks to it. If the tricks do not work with music, it's not a trick. It's a yeah, desperation. But I, I don't. I only do reveal. I talk about what I do. I don't do tricks. I do reveals. So I'm gonna let you know about reveal. But this, this was, was a glam slam. For Honestly, me. this was a glam slam at Denny's X Show Hash Brown. Audience, 90% Glam Slam, 10% Pretty Basic. New Hulu. All right, on first watch, you're like, this is pretty exciting and unique. When the fandom takes over and starts posting all the memes and stories about the side-to-side inspiration, you're like, well, you only did half the assignment. I think bringing fashion into this specific floor show is brilliant. This was inspired by a very artistic fashion creation by Terrence Zhao. The original piece was done in black, and the her, the problem I have that it's not that it's inspired by something, but Neo didn't elevate the garment. This was your chance to stone the shit out of it. Really give us glamour because especially in this category, it has to be about the sparkle and shine. It looks like a poor neoprene garment. I know the face mask is stone and it's really pretty. The face is stone. It's very well done. 
I really just wish we got to see her remove the face mask because I call shenanigans because in a performance, that's part of the performance. Also, Ursula was black and purple, so Squid does not match Sea Witch. Just saying. Girl, this gave me Fry Calamari. This look was so disappointing. First of all, the fabric would not be a fabric I would choose. This is a velvet fabric. She looks like a pillow pet. Yeah. She looks like a plushie. Now, do you think if it, it was stoned or it had some definition within the body of it, it would look better? No. Okay. This was a bad dress. This was a... Listen, I have bought many of that dress. I have made many of that dress. I just think that, like, the face was so good that, like, the red... And then, like, you could see your feet. And now you do your heels. Now you do your heels? Girl, where were the other two heels? Like, I feel like you had such elevated heels that I wanted to look at the heels. You had such an elevated face that I looked at the middle and it was like, oh, you ran out of time. I will give this a glam slam. I will give this a pretty basic. I, I love the face. I love the face. I love the shoes. Honestly, the face especially because I feel like you could have did so much with the face. And so much with the body. You could have rice on your body even. Put pearls on the body even. But it was just, I don't like this. This plushie is not giving. Audience, 71% glam slam, 29% pretty basic. And our final look of the season is from Orgotic. I'm sorry, I just cannot and will not defend this. Everyone has their vantage point when it comes to the art of drag. Metallic is not glamour. This was not the tenant personified. For me, this was very messy executed look. The lack of polish it this was the time to show polish there was not a single single glamour challenge all season and now i fully believe it was in order to save orgotic so they can get to the finale because if there was a glamour challenge in the regular season he would have been gone and when presented with glamour orgotic was not able to fulfill this challenge and thus orgotic is not and will not ever be the ultimate drag monster you gotta give me glamour he can't, he he never was able to do glamour. Girl, you just hit me with a ooh, ooh. I don't know. This gave me duct tape. I listen. I thought our gothic was gonna leave second episode. Truthfully, I respect their art. I think that their art is their art. But honey, we need to start thinking of something. First of all, silver this kind of silver too because this is like a titanium bullet silver this looks like duct tape it looked like you had a vest it was a different color you duct taped it around and then this honestly this look would have been better in the in the horror yeah this has been a really good horror look because it gives like this bat elemental like intergalactic thing i, I don't girl honestly the blue lady would have been like girl go turn around don't even turn around and go back to that it's like, what? And honestly, I blame her to this other because you should have gave her a black dress or something. Yeah, the same size. I don't know. This was this was this was not the tea. And this was not the gag. And this was very disappointing because I felt like maybe she would have hit me with something hard with the glam one, but this was just interesting, honey. Pretty basic. Pretty bad. I'm still confused. Pretty basic. Audience, 43% glam slam, 57% pretty basic. Uh, it's clear for me who, this category is won by Throb Zombie. Who won it for you? Oh, Throbby. My Throb, my heart throbs for Throb, okay? Now, as a rule on this podcast, I do not share the critiques of the boulets that they do not say to the contestants, but only say to one another. It's just not fair, and thus we're not going to critique discuss their critiques because... If there's one thing I like to be, it's consistent. But that talking to each other took almost 10 plus minutes. I'm not going to lie. I rolled a whole blunt. I rolled a whole joint and they were still talking. Yeah. Now, I do want to mention that we saw a different look from the Boulets when they were deliberating. And now for the crowning, they are back in the floor show looks. Honestly, just wear it all, honey. If you got the budget for it, just show us all the looks, baby. Show us up. Girl, I was never mad for an outfit change just to talk. Just to talk, mm -hmm. I live. 
Does that mean that was filmed on a different day? Probably. It sure was. Someone got aggravated that they lost and someone got upset and they couldn't finish. The monsters are in a new crowning look, which I think slay, but also Blackberry wearing all that velvet and all that stone, knowing you might be drenched in blood, or she knew she wasn't winning. She had this in her closet. This is a pageant look. It is revealed that the winner of Dragula Season 5 is Neo Hulu X. Do you agree? Someone has to win. Based on the finale I, episode, just, it made sense. Based on yes. the overall season, no. Throb is the winner. Okay. I feel like Neo did so good every look because it was authentically her every time. But I will say Throb was consistently changing in every aspect, every episode. I do agree. I think that do I think that if they didn't give it to Neo, the world will be in an uproar? Yes. Do That's I true. think that Throb kind of like either way, I was gonna be very successful after this. I don't know if he realizes this, but like he I is agree. an entertainer. He, everything he has done has been so different. I'm still on the ice cream man look. You know what I mean? Like, I think this was honestly, this someone had to win. Don't worry, friends. They all heard us bitching. We will get a bloodbath. They did fake us out for a second and go to cut to black, but we did get the blood raining down on her. Can I tell you, it looked like she was dressed more for the bloodbath. <laughs> of course, yeah, for she, any of the no, other categories. No, she was like, I'm not getting a garment dirty, so here's my body. No, li- no, not even that. It looks like she was like, I think I'm just going to prepare for the bloodbath. Yeah. Well, I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast up. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. Of the five seasons, not including Titans and not including Resurrection, where does Nia Hulu rank in the winners of Dragula? So here we go. We got Vander Von Aden, Bitch Pudding, uh, Dolly, and our king. Where are we going? I'm not gonna lie, Dolly has to go first. Okay. Second, it has to be Landon. Mm-hmm. Vander's third, bitch pudding, and then it's gonna have to be only from the finale. Level. The rest of those peak winners gave finale looks down. Honestly, Neo, I feel like you are going to be very successful in your career, and I really can't wait to work with you because I would love to see what you bring to me. But Girl, you better start doing something. I would put Landon number one for me. I would put probably Vander, then Dali, bitch, Neo. But I really do think that Neo is not up to par based on what we saw in the season. She she's the she's the girl that we need a look girl. We really never had a look yeah, girl. She, yes. Yeah, I I love that. that We've only had authentic regular girl and guys neo is the look queen that you know we have them every couple they're like groundhog's day extra six weeks the winner like you know we just gotta have them sometimes but i feel like you know congratulations to her i feel like she earned it because she spent a lot of money you could tell and you, honestly i give her props she got her boyfriend to the top four good for her that's Great. that she's making moves of this cast, who are the first three monsters who are going to get a phone call for a Titans season? Throb. Okay. Maybe JK. Mm-hmm. Because JK was good TV, baby. Mm-hmm. I love JK on my screen. And honestly, probably not to be funny, J- uh, um, Black Cherry. All right. Um, give me Throb again. Give me JK. Uh, this last spot, I think, is going to be an interesting one. I don't want to give it to Jarvis because I almost feel like they're going to put Jarvis on the oh, next they, season. They already said it. They ever, the right. way they already planned next season is so funny to me. Yeah, I think Jarvis is on the next season. It's not going to be a Titan season. They're just going to be like, Jarvis, come back and do it again. Um, my final spot is going to go to Onyx Ondex. Um, Yeah. I didn't expect her to leave so quickly. So I do I not think either. I, I think they did her dirty. I would love to see what she brings. I would love to see what yes, she brings. Yes, I agree. Uh, I didn't expect that. 
we'll see. Um, I hope we do have a little bit of time before our next Titan season. Don't do like drag drag race where we do it every year. No, we need we need some time to breathe. Give us like another two, three seasons, then you can do another All Star season. Um, but for now. That was Dragula season five. I feel like a lot of people are happy to cancel their Shutter subscription. I need someone else. There we are. There we are. All right. <laughs> Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects we want to plug? Hi, guys. So you can find me on Instagram at the official Bronx doll. You can find me in my upcoming events. I'm all over South Kitchen. If you see me, you see me. My future of thing, I will be having a podcast, my first ever own podcast called Hey Divas with my sister Delicious Tsunami. And we're so excited for what we have to bring. And I'm so excited to even work with you again. This is so fun. Honestly, Dragula doesn't get the love that it deserves. And I love the love that you give it. And I love that you are honest, honey. Oh, I have to be. I have to be. And look at everybody trying to come for my podcasting gigs and try to get that Glam Award nominations. Listen, next year Girl. it's gonna be fight. It's gonna be fight to get a to be nominated alongside me. <laughs> I, no, I so honestly I appreciate you for inviting me. This is such a good experience. I can't wait to see what this becomes. I can't wait to see you on a network. <laughs>